0: Good good afternoon, good evening, welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola, I am your host. Thank you for joining me. Um, the title of today's episode is Forgive from the Heart. And of course, you know what that is likely to be about. I had thought I should call it Ready to Forgive because there was a scripture that moved in that way. But as I read through the scriptures that I have selected for today. I think I settled on forgive from the heart because um you know there's forgiveness with mouth <laughs> there's forgiveness in the mind when you think about it and then there's forgiveness from the heart. And I think the one that we are musing about today is forgiveness from the heart. So for that reason I titled it forgive from the heart and yeah there's a whole long scripture that talks about that and i probably will read it towards the end which is different from how i would normally do this music i'll typically normally give the headline scripture at the beginning but in this case i am going to close with the headline scripture and the rest of the scriptures i will share will just be talking generally about forgiveness and what it means in scriptural bible terms in terms of the word of god So let's go on the journey of um, talking about forgiveness. And well, my backstory in terms of why and really I struggled with the message for today because I think I was trying to go in a different direction. Sometimes it's easier to hear God than others. And I think most of you, I think you know what I mean. So this was one of those days that there was so much clutter in my mind that it took me a while to get here. And eventually I landed on where God was leading me to and he wanted me to, talk about forgiveness because so let me if it's a backstory let me just get this out of the way. So I have I'm this sort of person that I'm a very private person. I like I've said in previous episodes I used to be an introvert when I was a child. I have become more extroverted. Even when I was a child, I wasn't s i was introverted when people with people that I wasn't familiar with, but I've generally always been sort of reserved quiet you know loving reading books now that I have social media (laughs) I I read stuff on the internet a lot I read a lot of news articles I read journals I just keep up follow up with current affairs so I, I really do like reading so of course most people who like reading generally are reserved you know that doesn't mean I cannot be you know the proverbial life of a party if I need to be but it also means that after being in that kind of environment, I do always like my me time. I like to be, I like, you know, to um, be in a place of quiet. And I, I do do that a lot at home. And most people who don't know me well may not know that, but I guess some people do as well. But where am I going with all of this? So the thing is, I don't um, easily bring people into my personal space. And. When they do, they may not realize it, but they are one of very few people who have gotten that close. So you know the whole thing about God as to where God has, you know, the outer chamber and then the inner one and then the holy of holies. I'm sorry to use this analogy, but that's sort of how my life is. So there's a whole lot of people that are, you know, really outside, and then people who are, you know, sort of like in the what I call the but then the inner circle, like we all talk about, they are very few. And I think for me, if I'm talking about forgiveness, it's very easy for me to forgive the people, you know, outside. The people in the middle called each other on no skin off my back because really. But the inner circle people, ha huh? or the people that and then this is the funny thing because some people they do I think most people in the inner circle don't even realise that they are inner circle. When those ones hurt me difficult for me to forgive because it takes a lot for me to even trust people to that point and don't ask me why I am that way it's not as if anything happened to me or that's what I've always just been that way because I've always been a private and reserved person who generally likes to be on her own of the time you know what I'm saying and the introverts in the house will understand what I'm saying or the former introverts people like me now I'm I'm an extroverted introvert but I still have the introvertism and I think a lot of people don't know that so for people like me now forgiveness from the heart is what is most relevant because even the because I will never be the kind of person, you know, some people where they are in unforgiveness, they are very vocal about it, they are very, you know, physical about it, I will never be that kind of person, but in my heart, I have already moved that person to the outer courts, you know what I'm saying, in fact, I used to be a champion ghoster, I say I used to be because I have promised God that I will not be doing it anymore, but yes, I, I was that kind of person who could just end the relationship, you know, and not even explain why. And it's very, you know, this is why I said God is at this point just shining a light on the parts of my life that I would rather not talk about, because, you know, yeah, I used to be that person. And, um, I think now I realize how heinous that is. Um, not just on a God level, but I think even on the human level, because, many times you, you, you really, um, inflict such grievous harm on another soul as well and you don't really know how much that soul is already hurting, what kind of rejection that person has faced in the past, um, even if it's for very good reason, I think there's a better way to do certain things rather than just cutting people off without telling them why and not giving a good reason or, you know, anyways, I digress. So I'm just giving the backstory also to you to know, as you can see, this is a very reluctant musing. <laughs> I would rather not be musing on this and I really did t- try to stare the Holy Ghost away. But he said I you talk about forgive from the heart because he knows that this is what I need to muse about on this time. So thank you for joining me. This is a very long opening and preamble, but I just needed to get this out of the way. So let's talk about what it means to forgive from the heart. Thank you. Like I said, headline scripture comes at the last, so let's start off with the ones I have here. Luke 6, 37 says, judge not and you shall not be judged, condemn not and you shall not be condemned, forgive and you shall be forgiven. This one is really a principle of life, because I myself have seen it, that somehow, you know, there's another scripture that says, with the same measure with which we meet, it shall be meted unto us. Now, I can testify of this one in the judge not and you shall not be judged, because I've noticed that. In my life, in the past, in areas where I have judged and been most been most critical of people for doing certain things, I would later find out that somehow, maybe five years down the line, I myself would be doing that same thing that I hated, and that I I could never even imagine, you know, why anybody would do that or why you know. So there seems to be something about the way God or has put some principles in the universe. You know whereby the same measure with which you judge, and even in public politician circles, we see it where you know the person that is supposed to you know will have criminalized people for I don't even know it, you know, I don't know that it just happens. Or the people who want to be very judgeful about moral issues later will now discover that these cells are the most immoral. There just seems to be something in that thing about and i'm not talking about if you're a legal person of course you have to do it legal if you're the lawyer you're the prosecutor but i'm talking about those people that stand you know grand standard you know you know just want to be the person pontificating over other people's lives you know both in worldly circles and in faith circles as well you know this, this judge not and shall not be judged i think is a very spiritual thing so if i, I have experience with the judge not and shall not be judged some experience with condemn, condemn not I shall not be condemned so I will it's safe for me to assume that that forgiveness one also bears these three seem to be spiritual principles so it's not that it, it's not that one will not be judged if one is not doing something right but it's saying that the judgment will be harsher if you yourself has been somebody who you know used to just judge people you know mercilessly both with word and in deed and in action and in scripture that. I think also brings that to bear for me as another spiritual principle. Of course, this is a back to basic segment as as is unfolding. Matthew five seven, Jesus says here, yeah, and the other one too was Jesus also saying that. Luke six thirty seven was Jesus too. Matthew five seven, Jesus said, "Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy." Uh, it's true. There's a spiritual principle that I can't explain it to, but it's a big warning if we want to receive mercy we need to be merciful if we not if we want to you know not be judged harshly we need to be careful about how we judge people i have seen it happen in my life and in life of others people as well that very thing that you are judging people about either about the way they raise their children or something something you will be surprised three four years down the line what you express in your own life you you you, you wouldn't even know where it came from there is something very spiritual there that's I don't think I will will understand until I leave this earth, but I have seen enough to know that there is something there, so I'm glad that God is bringing this to my remembrance again so that I can, you know, be careful about this. So Colossians 3 verse 13, this is um, Paul speaking to the church and he said, he was ad- admonishing them that forbearing one another, in other words, we being tolerant of one another, we should forgive one another. He now says, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do you. And he's used that word quarrel so that you know that definitely the person did something. There was bad blood, do you understand? So he says, you know, forgive that person, tolerate. And, you know, and really, for me, I like it because sometimes people just, there, there is one that where people do wrong, there is one that they hurt you you know for me even the doing wrong self is a small one because i want me to do wrong to me eh? well within the inside is that hot see that's the one that i find really i just want to protect myself when i do that and i trust that god will share i'll have the time to share with you some things that god also shared with me some years back you know which i am also using this opportunity to remind myself of and matthew 6 12 he said um this is jesus again he says and forgive us when it was this is when he was telling them about the lord's prayer and he says my um, father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them that trespass against us some versions actually have that as and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And I think for the purposes of this music, I prefer this debtor translation. Because if I say forget forgive us our trespasses, that one is very broad. It can be anything from you passed me, you did not greet me, to you know, uh, you stole something that belonged to me. When it says forgive us our debts as we forgive, as we forgive our debtors, then it brings it home. You know those people that come to you that come and borrow money, telling you they're gonna pay you back on a particular day and you are, they never show up you know, betrayal of trust betrayal of confidence Confidence, is a lack of integrity lack of character ab, you know, ab, abhorrent conduct it's not even about the money, it's about if you knew you couldn't, I mean really I mean, they, 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 they won't come and tell you anything after as in I don't even understand that kind of behavior so if you come and say okay sorry oh, this is what happened, they won't say anything so those kind of people, God says you should forgive them because that's exactly what we do to do to God So forgive our debtors so Ephesians 4.32 says be ye kind to one another tender hearted, forgiving one another even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you so now we are bringing in the heart and that is it it says be ye kind to one another tender hearted, honestly it takes a tender heart to forgive it takes a tender heart because I find that when I'm in that situation where I have been hurt the first thing I do is I hide in my heart is the most dangerous thing and it was until I did it once with one situation many years ago and when I later saw the impact it had on my life in other areas I didn't know it was the Holy Spirit that revealed it unto me he said Shola you have only one heart and you cannot compartmentalize your heart just once you harden it for one person you have hardened it for everything even, even up to me What it means is that that heart is no longer conducive to receive my word on any issue. See, because you only have one heart. Is it possible? And any of us—have you ever tried to harden one part of your heart and keep the other ones off? No. You harden the heart. You harden it all. In short, you harden the ability to harden the heart comes from the core of the heart. So, what it would take to harden that heart to the point that? somebody cannot touch it outside, you must have hardened it from the core of the heart so it's a self-sabotaging attitude a self-sabotaging act to harden, consciously and intentionally harden the heart and there are things that will come, in fact I think the devil actually orchestrates these situations to make us harden the hearts, not so that we you know, cut off that person, but so that we we'll be unable to receive from God. And I'm going to read scriptures why this is so. And then in Matthew 18:21 to 22. Um, then came Peter to him and said, Lord, this is Peter going to Jesus, and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me, and I forgive him? Is it seven times? And then Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee, until seven times, but until seventy times seven. And I think we all know this for 490 times. <laughs> okay, that means just continue to forgive, you know. So Matthew 6, 14, he says, for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Then Mark 11:25, Jesus says, "And when you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anybody, so that your Father which also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses." There's another scripture which I did not um, read here, where He said, "If you come to present an offering to the Lord and you remember that you have something against somebody, that's you know like in the house of God, say go back and make your peace with that person before you bring the offering." So in other words, God is not so much again. This is where this obedience, because of our sacrifice thing comes up. You know, God is concerned about who we are inside, not about what we do on the outside. He's more concerned about the condition of our heart. You know, so forgiveness from the heart is what God is concerned with. Because God is a spirit, you know, He doesn't deal with fleshly things. So, Psalm 86, verse 5, this is our dear King David talking about God. And he says, For thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. So, again, if this is if God wants us to be holy as he is holy, if he's a God that is ready to forgive, then he expects us also to have that readiness to forgive. So that even before people, you know, do anything against us, the readiness to forgive is there. Proverbs 10 verse 12 and i think i need to work on that that readiness to forgive i need to work on it i really need to work on it particularly like i said for the more grievous ones because for the other ones i think i have a readiness to forgive for like i said for the people that are far which of course is not saying much that one i, I never even take it to my mentor i don't even remember you know but for those like i said inner circle hearts hmm. proverbs 10:12, hatred stirreth up strife but love covers all sins again which is it because if we're walking in love we will be ready to forgive now, Proverbs 4.23 says, Above all else, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. This is the scripture that explains what I was saying earlier about why, one, we need to forgive from the heart and not harden our heart in such a way that we actually sabotage it to the point that the issues of life are compromised. Whether there's a seed that I, you know, I've know been, been nurturing, by the time I harden the heart, it cannot grow. Have you ever seen um, the, the seed growing on rocky ground? You know, the the parable of the sower talks about the rocky ground. So once I had in my heart to become rocky because of one thing that one person did to me, how then will the other seeds that I have been nurturing have space to grow? How will they not die? And that's exactly what the enemy wants. If he cannot take the word out of my heart, then he will invest very strongly in causing me to sabotage my own soil and my own harvest and my own seed to the point that I do not reap the fruit that I have been nurturing for so long. May that not be my portion in Jesus' name. So I will close with um, a scripture in Matthew 18, a parable, which tells us what it means to forgive from the heart. So Matthew 18 verse 22, I read from twenty twenty-three. 23 to the end which is 23 to 25 so because of this the kingdom of heaven is like a king this is jesus speaking who wanted to settle account with his servants as he began the settlement a debtor was brought to him owing ten thousand talents since the man was unable to pay the master ordered that he be sold to pay his debt along with his wife and children and everything that he owned then the servant fell on his knees before him have patience with me he begged and i will pay back everything his master then had compassion on him forgave his debt and released him verse 28 but when that servant went out he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii he grabbed him and began to choke him saying pay back what you owe me so his fellow servant fell down and begged him have patience with me have patience and i will pay you back but he refused instead he went and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay his debt when his fellow servants then saw what had happened they were greatly distressed and they went and they recounted all of this to their master Then the master summoned him and declared, You wicked servant, I forgive all your debts because you begged me. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant, just as I had on you? In anger, his master turned him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should repay all that he owed. Verse 35, that is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother from your heart. Hey God, wow, this just hit home. Jesus we so said that is exactly how please can we read that verse 32 again it said the master summoned him and declared you wicked servant I forgave you all your debts because you begged me you asked for mercy shouldn't you also have had mercy on your fellow servants that's somebody like you just as I your master had on you in a anger his master turned him over to the jailer to be tortured until he should repay all that he owed of course, and the guy couldn't repay it now, so you can imagine it's probably an everlasting torture. That is how my heavenly father will treat each of us, and shut will not my portion. He said, "Unless you forgive your brother from your heart." And this is speaking to me. This is a personal musing from my heart. Okay, God help me okay, at this point. Yes, I agree. I will forgive from my heart, and I will do all that I need to do to make the peace that you want me to, to forgive from my heart and make my heart tender and help me from this moment on to keep this heart tender towards you so that I can reap the issues of life according to your word and I can guide, I can guide my heart from being rocky ground and from being vulnerable to the devices of the enemy in Jesus name